Welcome to the RNBE, Thor Ragnarok Extravaganza. This is where Robert and I are going to discuss with you. We're live already? Yeah, we are. This is where you guys can tell how into this Rob is as he's typing on his phone. No, I'm looking at Instagram. Yeah, well, that doesn't, it doesn't help you at all. Yeah, it does. So today we're going to talk about Thor Ragnarok. I mean, we saw it yesterday morning when this goes up. Um, it was me, Rob, Natalie, and various members of the crew. And we thought it'd be interesting to bring Natalie in here, even though she's terrified I to feel, talk about I feel Kamala. very out of place. I really do. <laughs> Why do you feel so out of place? Because comics is not exactly my world. I would say my world is more video games. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And furries. Yes. <laughs> Among but, uh, other things. So, yes. Uh, for those of you guys who are joining us for the first time, this is the weekly podcast that Rob and I do. And I thought I just muted that, and that apparently did not. Um, this is the weekly <laughs> podcast that Rob and I do, known as RNBE, the Rob and Benny experiment. But this week, and this week alone, it means the Rob, Natalie, Ben experiment. Yeah. I like it. That works. Okay. I like yeah. it. And if you like the three of us and you like our band, don't forget to check out our gaming channel where we weekly discuss various lists and topics and stuff mm -hmm. about video games. Yeah. And that's, that's basically it. All right, let's discuss this thing. So, um... It was a movie. It was amazing! Yeah, it was, it was an enjoyable film. Thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Natalie, what was your opinion? Uh, yeah. 10 out of 10 would recommend. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Nope. <laughs> What's next on the agenda? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, video games. <laughs> Discussion on Elder No, no, but seriously, no. Um, so Thor Ragnarok, let's, let's kick it off. Let's kind of go, since, since it's a long-form discussion podcast, let's start from the beginning of the movie, go to the end. Okay. Okay, so let's, let's take it in that manner, because otherwise we're going to be scatterbrained as all hell, and it's going to be all over the place. Yeah. You know? Man, you know, like, 39, nine minutes in, that was me. Great, but so was the 12-minute in moment, and then, man, the ending. <laughs> and also... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's so, exactly what would happen. <laughs> so before we move into it, let's do the non-spoiler version. Okay. So non-spoiler, in my opinion, this took the cake as my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, it was a great blend of like action and comedy. Yeah. yeah. Before for me, it was Guardians of the Galaxy. This took it though. What yeah, I was going to say that too. My, my favorite was Guardians until this one came out for sure. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of Marvel. So yeah, thank you. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Marvel, so you know, um, this one definitely sold it for me. Yeah, uh, this one was hilarious. I, did, yeah. I just loved every moment of it. So yeah. all three of us definitely recommend Thor Ragnarok. Definitely go check it out. Yeah. If that's all you needed, peace. Stole yeah. your, I stole your stick. Stole it. It's all good. I stole it. Every Coming week. soon to Comics Explained, X story, the complete story. <laughs> Dramatically, the dramatic complete story. <laughs> Welcome to the complete story series where we take trade paperbacks to single issues. And read them dramatically back to you. No, you no, you missed. Something. You messed it up. Yeah, you yeah. messed up my intro. You can't steal my intro. <laughs> Hold on. What was the, what was how was the whole? Intro? Welcome to the complete story series where I take trade paperbacks and single issues and I break them down to the digestible bites so that I can oh. read them dramatically back to you. Did you to see help my? You understand. Um, Huh? There was to uh, help you understand. Oh yeah. yeah. Then you, you just understand. buried it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if you saw my Robcore video. But I was like, it was basically a tribute to my fans. And I was thinking, oh, yeah. I was like, thank you so, you guys so much for watching. And I was like, if I wasn't here, then you guys would be stuck, like waiting and having somebody, you know, dramatically read stories yeah, back to you. I got hit with that. <laughs> hashtag Benny sucks. Yeah, hashtag Benny oh, sucks. Man. So anyway, um, so that's it. That's our opinion oh, on the man. actual movie. Uh, let's move into yeah. spoiler territory. Okay. Now, right out of the gate, this movie picks up kind of where Age of Ultron left off. It kind of does, and that's the funny thing, because Spider-Man did that, Yeah, and then this does that as well. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is totally unaffected, but yeah, I mean, it, it, what is it, two years, I think they said? Yeah. Yeah. So Age of Ultron attacked, uh, picks up where he left off, Thor got weird visions, and he's off to go do things. Mm -hmm. I, so right off, right off the bat, it was the Ragnarok plot, right? It's been a long time since I read it, but... No. Um, it well, is... like, 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 the opening was the original plot. This is the guy that's going to cause Ragnarok on Asgard. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, Ragnarok, the, the Ragnarok comic opens up with Loki getting his own hammers made by Surta. <laughs> right, but no, what yeah. I'm saying is like the overall plot. Surta is the one that destroyed Asgard in the comic Ragnarok, right? No. Okay, then I'm thinking of something else then. That's, that's Norse mythology. In Norse mythology, Surta is the one that waits till, the, till Ragnarok happens. Yeah. And then burns away everything. Okay. So that's the actual Norse mythology. No, and that's, that's one of the things that I, was, that, I was, you know, that I was saying before. When it comes to uh, Ragnarok in the comic, or Ragnarok in the movie, it's not really the comics and it's not really Norse mythology. It's just kind of its own interpretation okay. of Ragnarok. It's, it's kind of weird how it unfolds. Um, in the comics, Loki's the one who launches Ragnarok. Uh, Fenris Wolf is just one of the people who's there fighting. Uh, you have like Iron Man and, and Captain America 
Yusha. There's a lot of things that take place in the comics that you never saw here. So yeah. it's basically just a total rework of Ragnarok in its entirety. Right. Okay. So, but what? <laughs> no, no, we're just, you don't no, want to go on. No, no, it's I'm just, it's I am okay. ju- no, I'm just it's listening. Okay. I'm trying Your to follow. <laughs> yeah, I just got out of the shower. That's why. Okay. But no, seriously though, I'm, I'm trying to follow. So don't, don't, don't oh, no, feel like fine. I'm just, yeah. yeah so fine. the opening pretty much picks up with him in the chains kind of recapping how he got here. Yeah. You know, that, which I, that is a cool thing. Which I thought was kind of interesting because he was basically addressing the audience at yeah. the same time that he was addressing a skeleton. <laughs> what, a, what a genius yes. idea, though, because then you don't feel like you don't feel left out. Yeah. Because if you had, if you never, if you didn't care about Guardians of the Galaxy, if you're like whatever, it's totally isolated. All I care about is the Earth-based stuff. Then you don't feel left out if you didn't read Guard or you didn't see Guardians of the Galaxy. You're just like, I saw Avengers 2. And then you go directly into this, and it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Well, I think that's what Marvel's been doing a great job. I mean, yeah. th- there was a period where they were way too heavily linked together. Mm-hmm. But it, we've gotten back to where they're like, these are solo movies that stand on their own. But they're kind of t- linked in. It's something yeah. that I feel DC's not able to do properly. We either get a standalone great movie like Wonder Woman. Yeah, or we get Batman yeah. v Superman, which is a great movie for an hour. <laughs> I knew that was going to come then, up well, somewhere along the line. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, <laughs> Batman v Superman's a great movie. It, uh. it, like, the actual movie of Batman v Superman. But half that movie is just ads for other movies yeah and that's part of the, the core problem with that Superman. you can debate all you want the characters how they're portrayed that, that's that, that's yeah. a different debate all, all along you know but the fact that that movie is also a giant trailer for every other movie yeah oh <laughs> that, yeah i'm not saying you're yeah, wrong thor didn't do that in fact i can't think of anything other than the post credit scene which we'll get to eventually that linked to any other movie that is entire that's entirely true there were yeah. references you know, there were things like the Age they of Ultron thing. They talked about Sokovia. Was, exactly. But it was, yeah, you did not have to feel as though you had to have seen everything in order to understand what's going on. Yeah. You can just kind of pick and choose what you His do. opening recap was great. And then, of course, it opens right up with, I think, the tone of the movie. Yeah. Thor is just brash. Yeah. Ahead of him, so just goofing off. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's goofy, which is the best part for me, to mm-hmm. be honest. You liked all just the goofiness? Like, yeah, throughout the movie, it was just nothing but jokes. I like yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. Which, for the record, if you are not a fan of quippy Marvel... Oh. You're not gonna like oh, this. Yeah, You're not gonna yeah, like yeah. This. You know, I, don't, I don't know because the early reviews people were saying they didn't they didn't like it because they thought it was too funny. But I was like, no, no I mean, this is great. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. After so many dark and gritty superhero movies or yeah. attempts at dark and gritty superhero movies, having just a total lighthearted fare. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I did. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just because I'm I'm kind of getting burned out on every other movie's like the dark and gritty version of your favorite superhero today. Aunt May, yeah. Punisher. <laughs> It's a Spider-Man movie. Everyone dies. It's <laughs> sad. What do you think? Guardians did the same thing, though. Yeah. It was. It was very. It was. It was very funny. Yeah. The mo- yeah. A lot so. of quips. A mm-hmm. lot of jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's the opening. We get. We we find out the the one of the funnier things with like this. What appears to be an old decrepit version of Serta. He's like he's got oh, like no, a, he's, he's got like a limp. Oh yeah, when he gets up, yeah, yeah he's just like, man, I'm struggling. It's been a while. I haven't got out of my chair. Yeah, it is kind of funny. Yeah, and then we have what the opening with the with the music. Ah, mm-hmm. totally not in tune. <laughs> well, I do have a question. Was he not supposed to be like all like? He's just walking, giant and imposing. He's just a yeah. fire demon, basically. Yeah, throughout the comics, Surtur's not the size of a regular guy. Oh, like and even then, he was still pretty big. But like the size you saw him at the end, yeah, is how big Surtur always is. In the I mean, even at the very beginning, when he gets really close to Thor, mm-hmm. like his face is like probably like three or four times the size of his. Yeah, he grew yeah. as he was going. Yeah. I mean, didn't Thor even make the joke like you're getting bigger? No, 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 no. He was. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. I guess maybe he did grow in size. But no, he's he's like he's colossal. Like he's huh. a huge guy. Yeah. yeah, it's insane how big Surtur is. Huh. Yeah. So the opening was pretty good. Um, I thought it set the movie up very well. I like it gave the tone. Like right off the bat, you're like, this is going to be jokey. We're, yeah. we're not no, going to get anything serious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's true. And so right off the bat, we're good to go. And then we head back home to Asgard. Yeah. And right off the bat, you notice something's wrong. Heimdall's not there. Yes. Yeah. That was a really intriguing thing because um, I don't think they. Heimdall, they never really said what happened. Like, he was there at the end of, like, Thor 2, right? Well, and then they, so because she was confused, too. Yeah. So what they say is that Heimdall was declared a traitor once Odin went missing. Oh, yes, that guy. Oh, so Loki no, not Odin did... went missing. Yeah, basically, once Loki took over, Heimdall yeah. just left. Then he was declared a traitor because he never came for his trial. That's yeah, what they're that's saying. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I'm assuming when Loki came in. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because Heimdall serves whoever it is that's on the throne. Yeah. He doesn't serve allegiance to Odin himself. Right. So, so that's right. right. I forgot about that. And he didn't like Loki. Yeah. I mean, who does? I Except love Except us. <laughs> yeah, dude. I love Loki's character. <laughs> He's one of the best characters in all movies. Yeah. But. 
I mean, so you were a little confused right there because Heimdall's yeah. a character you vaguely remembered from the I, previous. I feel movies. bad too because every time I lean over, I'm just like, I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna, mess, I'm just gonna mess the whole movie up for him. But because some, like, they're just gonna talk and say something important. I'm just gonna ask you, what, what this character, who this character is, and you're just gonna be like, oh, I missed something because she asked no, me something. I wouldn't say that at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I like explaining it to you as we're going. Yeah, I just felt bad. I was like, I don't remember this guy. I mean, I've I've seen all the Thor movies, but I just didn't remember this guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. We go, we go into that. We go to the Loki thing. That was great. I loved the Loki moment. Yeah, that but, was a funny exchange. Like, you go up and you see Odin, and Odin's, like, lounging, and he's yeah. eating grapes. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, what have you been doing? He's like, oh, you know, board meetings and stuff. You know, I've got things to do. And <laughs> but to me, it made sense. So, yeah. it, I mean, to you guys, it didn't make sense. It's just, like, you knew that it was Loki? Oh, yeah. I, I knew, knew something was, was wrong, and I didn't did? know it was Loki. Okay. No, okay. Because at the end of Thor, me, at the end of Thor like... 2, they showed that it was Loki who replaced Odin. Oh, oh did they? I forget yeah. that. It was, like, okay. a first credit scene or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he yeah, removed yeah. Odin from the spot. Yeah, well, all you knew was he got rid of Odin. You didn't know how. Okay, and they never really explained how he did it they here. They never either. really explained. Well, it kind of ties into the comics because in the comics, Odin. Well, I don't. Maybe it's just Norse mythology. Odin will sometimes go among people. Yeah. Oh. And he'll just be, he'll have like a hat and he'll have a coat or like a jacket or something like that, and he'll just blend in looking like a normal guy. I think he, I think he's called the Wanderer. I think is what he calls himself. Hmm. Um, but he does that in Norse mythology. I don't remember if he does it in the comics, and I think they were just kind of relying on that. You know, either that or you're just like, whatever, it's self-imposed exile. So. Yeah, I feel like it's an off, off-screen thing. I don't feel like we needed an explanation yeah. as to why he was removed. Did, I mean, do you feel like you were missing anything? What, but once we discovered Loki had taken his place, did you feel like you were missing anything? Like, where did this happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, not really, no. No. It just, yeah, they just kept moving with it. Right, just, you're yeah. like, oh, he's missing. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 that works. Which, I, I mean, I then, I then I think brings us to the for what I thought was one of the best scenes ever in the movie, the Doctor Strange yeah, yes. I was not expecting that. That was hilarious. That was really cool. Well, Doctor Strange's powers have expanded quite a bit since oh, yeah. the Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> I mean, Thor was like, oh, what's going just like on? Yanking him around in reality. I was like, holy cow, Doctor Strange. <laughs> like, you're getting to like the classic Doctor Strange's yeah. OP. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, he was, it was, it, the only thing I had a problem with was, did the, and maybe I'm the only one that noticed, did the gloves look that goofy in his movie? A little bit. No. They look like construction workers. Yeah, gloves. right? Yeah. yeah. That's what he's getting ready to put a house together. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange is out there. Yeah. Hey, Thor, how's it going? Yeah, they looked a little cumbersome. Yeah, okay. You know, I was I like, he that. didn't have those in the movie, did he? Um, I don't think he had those in the movie. Gary, did he have weird gloves in the movie? In the standalone movie? Yeah. No, he did okay. not have weird yeah. gloves, so says the camera guy. Uh, they want a Gary cam, by the way. We'll, we're going to buy a Gary cam, and Gary yeah. cam will watch Gary. Yeah, they'll just have Gary in the corner. <laughs> just sitting over there. Checking camera. 4K. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get a 4K Gary cam. We're going to get mm-hmm. a GoPro yeah. and attach it to, like... A, a, a helmet that reverses it. Yes. <laughs> It'll be entertaining, at the very least. So then every time that you talk to Gary, we can then cut to Gary. Yeah, <laughs> that works. That works. Not, so anyway. Yeah, Strange was just weird because in, in his movie, he was just figuring out his powers and he was just very like, you know, mm-hmm. he was not as badass and just like very serious as yeah. he was in the movie like today. Yeah. And and just seeing him like just not even like cracking a joke or anything, mm-hmm. which is being so serious. It was just like, that's not a Doctor Strange that they portrayed in the other movie, you know? I mean, that's true. I mean, they, they definitely portrayed a different Doctor Strange this time. Instead of a wisecracking guy who's learning yeah. his powers, it was... Uh, no, we were gone, and we're moving in. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it was like we could have walked. <laughs> I mean, it was very much like him just learning his abilities. Yeah. You know, that, in the yeah. first one. So it was more of the exploration. Honestly, in this movie, and I don't know if I'm the only one, I was kind of hoping we would get like a Doctor Strange Loki fight. Oh my God. Yeah, I was hoping yeah. that we'd get more of Doctor Strange. Like, they well, brought they, him in, they obviously paid him. I don't know why they didn't do more of Doctor Strange in mm-hmm. there. I get it was a cameo. But at the same time, I feel like it was a very missed opportunity mm-hmm. to do something with Doctor Strange yeah. in the Thor universe. You know, I would go with that, or even or even have it like have him show back up towards the tail end. Yeah. Maybe he's like, "Here's a card. If you need me, call on me." Mm-hmm. And of course, Thor at the ending. I mean, we barely got any real Hulk at the ending. Why couldn't we get Doctor Strange for barely any time? That's true. I don't know. I mean, but that's kind of the issue, though. Is I mean, largely there was there was a lot of ground to cover in this in this movie. Well, too, because they so. crammed so many storylines into they one. They crammed a lot in there. There was a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. Then that, I mean, so so basically, we have the Odin Odin missing plot. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's go. With, let's, let's shift the focus of our thing. I feel like we're getting a little drab. We're just kind of recapping what happened in the show, the movie. So we're gonna move on to like. So we had the Odin plot. Odin's mm-hmm. missing. Yep. Right. Then we had the Loki took over plot. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had Planet Sakar. Yep. That that is Planet Hulk. Yep. And we managed to get Meek and Korg in there. Yeah, which were actually pretty hilarious. Yeah, no, they were great. Yeah. I loved them. But we got Meek and Korg in there. 
Kind of surprised if they were going to throw them in why we didn't just get the whole Warbound, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all the other members of the Warbound kind of suck, though. In general, they all sucked. That wasn't Korg, and that wasn't Meek. <laughs> no, he was a hilarious Korg, though. I would have loved to have read that Korg. You know, yeah. if, I, if I read that Korg in Planet Hulk, it would have just been that much better. Right, so basically, <laughs> to catch everyone up, so basically what we discover is um, Odin is on the planet. Doctor Strange got him over there. We go to find Odin. Odin passes on? Yes. Okay, so... I'm, I'm trying to catch up so what we're talking about Meek and Korg, it makes sense. Yeah, Odin dying is a weird thing. Because he never dies. He, well, he, he does, but he, I mean, he does at the hands of Surtur. So Odin has like the Odin Force, right? It's, he's basically a giant battery for the Odin Force. And the Odin Force is a plot device. It's Marvel's, here's why Odin can do whatever it is that he wants to do. And he's got the Odin Force. It's the life force of his two brothers who died fighting Surtur when they first met him. So that's it. Mm. That's all it is. But the more of the Odin Force he uses, the longer he has to sleep. Okay. Now in the comics, because of the fact that Surtur had arrived in Norway in the story where Odin died, and he was like, okay, all, all hands on deck, we all have to go to Surtur, he just teleported a massive number of people to where Surtur was, drained so much of his energy, flew in to fight Surtur and died. Um, in this, the, he just kind of lets himself go. He just sort of disperses his energy. You're just like, I'm my, tired. my wife yeah. is calling me or something like that. Or like I can hear my wife talking to me. Because that's a side question of that. He did mention her. Yeah. yeah. Has she been in the Thor movies? She died. Did she? Forget died in Thor 2. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't remember. Yeah, she was dead. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. She was killed by... I don't know if it was Loki or if it was... Loki's in the comics because it's a whole plot device. No, well, yeah, no, that's, that's it right now. Yeah. But I don't know if it was uh, if it was Loki or if it was what's his name in the movies, the one that God, I the dark remember. elf guy, Malekith. No, the the one who turned himself into that huge monster thing because Malekith told him to. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember what his name. I was. barely anyway. remember Dark World. Yeah. What does I say about Dark World? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, Frigga was already dead. Okay, so that was so him. he passes on. He goes there, and that's yeah. when we meet the sister. So this is gonna be the first of the where did this plot come from thing? <sighs> yeah. Okay, so the sister of Thor. Yes. In the comics is Angela. Yes. And she's an angel from the 10th realm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because there's nine realms and we have a 10th realm of angels. Right. And that's what Angela is. And she's not bad. She teams up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Which I feel yeah. is another missed opportunity since we have the Guardians of the Galaxy. Dude, Angela was such a great character. Even if, they, yeah. even if it was a one-off. Like, like the, Odin's like, well, your, your older sister. By mm-hmm. the way, you also have a younger one. <laughs> yeah. so, so Angela was originally a Spawn character. And Marvel got the rights to her. And they were trying to find a way to roll her in. So they were just like, it's the sister of Thor and Loki they never knew about. Right. And that was it. It was, mm. yeah. It was, and that's the plot of Hela, basically, though. Yeah. She's the sister that they never knew about. That's, that's kind of the crazy thing. Because we were talking about this earlier. And it seemed like the whole plot with Hela in terms of everything she was doing was basically when Angela invaded Hell. Yeah. But Angela invaded Hell because she wanted Hela to release her girlfriend. And, like, Hela wouldn't do it. Yeah. And so she's like, well, then I'll just conquer your whole realm and release her myself. Like, it was, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Angela is actually really cool. She's solid. She's a really cool character. Yeah, which yeah. is why I'm kind of disappointed that we yeah, used the her? sister plot on... Yeah. But then again, it's movies. Do we ever think we'll get Angela in a movie? I mean... I mean, I really wish we would, because, like, she wrecked Thor single-handedly. Yeah. Like, when they fought, like, she... she well, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they took that plot and they gave it to Hela. Yeah. And they made Hela just a straight bad guy. Yeah. 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 It's... So they just reworked the whole history because, I mean, they, they showed like... The movie reworked a lot of Thor's history. That's, a lot. That's the crazy thing. So in the comics, um, Hela is basically just a chick who is supposedly the daughter of Loki. It's super weird. doesn't matter. But the, the whole thing is she constantly basically tries to acquire the spirits of Thor and Odin. Like all these different schemes. She tried to start Ragnarok once. Oh. You know, I mean, it's, it's the whole idea that she's just trying to get the souls of Loki and Thor and that's it. Okay. I mean, that's really all it is. In terms of her like leading an army against Asgard, with the exception of the time that she allied herself with Loki and tried to start Ragnarok, I don't think there's ever been a major scenario like that before. Not that I know of that she successfully conquered Asgard. Right. That's never happened. So. And the sister <laughs> plot is Odin d- kept it from them, didn't tell them they had a sister. Yeah. She shows up, they fight, they go to her realm, they have a whole battle in her realm. Her hmm. realm's going to invade, I believe. The angels yeah. are going to yeah, invade. Yeah, the inv- angels are going to invade. Yeah. Yeah, it, that, was, it was a really cool story. But that's what I mean. They rolled that all into, into Hela. That, yeah. that whole plot has been rolled into her. Yes. Just like there's supposed to be nine realms, then we discover there's a tenth realm, and Hela reveals that there's many more. Yeah. But see, that feeds into the whole Doctor Strange thing, though. I mean, like, technically speaking, the way, that, the way that it works is you have, like, just Asgard is one of many dimensions. Right. So, like, every universe has its own Asgard. And so that's kind of cool, because the whole idea is you can, in turn, apply that to, like, the entirety of the multiverse. So then who knows what you would see? Yeah. Like, that leads into introductions like Beta Ray Bill and all that kind of stuff. So, mm. again, it feeds into the whole Doctor Strange thing, because from that movie, it looks like, and based on what they said here, it looks like they're building up, like, hey, there's a multiverse out here. 
So there's like a litany of other things that we can explore besides what you've seen. I this. think we're just always going to get a hint at that. I feel like that's you too so? much for the movies. Not that the movie girl wouldn't understand the concept of the multiverse, but I feel like how many movies can you possibly make when you start branching into the multiverse? Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it allows. We're, for we're already expansion. in oversaturation of superhero movies. Yeah. Yeah, we are. But I mean, if, mm. I'm not. I wouldn't quit. Oh no, I'm not like, quitting. Marvel, <laughs> yeah, the Marvel movies are a license to print money. I wouldn't. Walk, I wouldn't say. Well, you know what, guys? We did Infinity War. I think we're done now. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> they're definitely already saying they're going into Phase Four. Yeah, they're definitely doing a whole lot more. So, so I mean, what did you think of the sister plot and all that stuff? Well, to me, I mean, I didn't know any of her background or anything, so it made sense to me because. There, there's a reason why she showed back up. Yeah. And then they just explained why she was locked up in the first place. Mm-hmm. So to me, the reason why she showed back up made sense. Like it. Oh, no, yeah. it made sense. But like, like I mean, it, I, mean, did I didn't like question it. it. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Okay. I mean, personally, yeah. yeah. I mean, I because wish it was Angela. I, I, do like how, I do like what they did with that, though. I, oh, yeah, I'm not upset about it. Yeah. I mean, she's a lot more. Like, the Hella we saw in this movie is infinitely more interesting than the Hella yeah. from the comics. Yeah. Okay. She sucks. <laughs> she's not interesting at all. Why not? <laughs> uh, because she's just she's a character that's only appeared maybe two, three hundred times, and she just has minor stories here and there. She's more of a nuisance oh. than anything else. Hella was the first instance of Marvel offering an explanation of where people go when they die in Marvel Comics. And she appeared in like 64. And then I want to say like Mistress Death appeared in 75. Mm. So then it was a question of, okay, well, where do people go when they die? Did they go to the realm of Mistress Death or did they go to Hela? Right. You know, and so at that point, it was just whatever. They just started kind of including her in Explain stories it. here and there. And that was about it. Right. But like Hela in the comics is, she's okay, but she's not by any means extraordinarily interesting. But she's still the goddess, uh, the goddess of death, right? Yes. Okay. So the way it worked in, in Marvel before they introduced Mistress Death, the chick that Thanos was hunting after, is they basically said those individuals who believe in Asgard and they die in honorable combat right. go to Valhalla. Okay. Those people who don't, or those people who just died for whatever reason and if they didn't believe in, in Asgard or whatever the case may be, they go to the realm of Mistress Death to hell. It's okay. just their version of the afterlife. And that's the only role she played. And then Mistress Death popped up, and they're like, whatever. Like, who cares? And so she would just pop up from time to time with some scheme against Thor and Loki, and then that would be, or uh, Thor and Odin, and that would be it. But what I don't understand so. is, how can you top the goddess of death? Like, That's the problem, is death was already established by Hela, and then they introduced Mistress Death, and it just threw everything off kilter. Well, that's the problem with Marvel in general. There's like... 10 different kings of hell. Like we were talking mm-hmm. earlier about a Ghost Rider storyline and I'm like, Lucifer attacks. And he's like, well, he's not the real king of hell. That's Mephesto. Fact of the matter is, they're all the king of hell. Like, depending that's, on whose storyline you're in. That's a crazy thing. But see, other characters, it makes sense. Mephisto takes the souls of people he tricks. Right. And so that's, that's where his hell is filled with. It's just people that he swindled into taking their souls. Like Doctor Doom's mom, different things like that. But like, the problem is when, like with Mistress Death. Like, when an average person who just lived a regular life in the Marvel Universe, when they die, where do they go? Do they go to the, the realm of Hela or do they go to the realm of Mistress Death? Because they're two distinctly different places. They're not the same place. I'm pretty because, sure there's more than just those two also. Oh yeah, there's other things too. I mean, there's a whole bunch of other places that you can go to. I mean, there's, there's actual heaven. Yeah. And you know, and there's, there's the land of the Greek gods and you know, all that kind of good stuff. So Jeez. there's, yeah, it gets really confusing and really, really chaotic. The after, that's a video we should make. The afterlife of the DC afterlife? and Marvel. Yeah. DC makes a lot more sense than the afterlife. DC tries to keep it on track to an extent, but even that's way out, way yeah. blown out. It does get kind of weird. So that brings me to the next big point I want to bring up, and I want to start with your opinion on this. Oh, God. Breaking the hammer. Yeah. Yeah, how did that happen, guys? <laughs> it's, like... it's, it's, the, it's the power of the plot. <laughs> the plot called for it. Okay. Uh, the mean, plot called yeah, for it. What, what do you call that? Cutscene immunity? Yes. It's, it's plot immunity. Yeah. <laughs> it really... I don't know how I feel about that. Because the hammer has gotten its own origin. So in the comics recently... Re- this isn't old, and they're getting rid of it. Oh, I know because recently. because Rob was flipping out about it, and you guys were talking about it, and I was like, "Wait, yeah, when Thor's the, hammer the, the, broke? The, How?" The Thor's Thor's hammer in the comics is a sentient storm from space that was trapped inside of the hammer yeah. and is alive and has a consciousness and it has power equal to Whoa. Odin. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, and Odin, in the Odin movie. <laughs> Uh, huh? Odin trapped it. Yeah, he tra- there's a whole story where he traps it in the hammer, and then he he himself can't wield the hammer, and it deems who it wants worthy. Mm-hmm. Which then has okay. led to a more recent plot of what is really worthy. Yeah, because I mean, even Secret Empire explored that one because Captain America can wield the hammer. You know? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, weird. Yeah. It's like Thor can't lift it because he doesn't believe he's worthy. Yeah, that's why he can't lift it. But that leaves that it's weird. And I feel like this is the first <laughs> hole in the plot. Yeah. So she breaks the hammer. Mm-hmm. We discover later in the movie that Thor has had the power inside of him all along. And the hammer was a conduit. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That's, okay. what his, that's what his father said. Yeah. Very, yeah. Okay. I can buy that. 
How does the hammer, I don't know, drop a dragon's head to the ground? Nobody can lift it. Like, <laughs> Okay, that has an established precedent. There was a story, and I don't even remember who wrote it anymore. There was a story where Thor fought a celestial. Okay. And he channeled all the, like the, the strength belt that he has that you don't even hear from anymore. It was just gone one day. Marvel <laughs> just wrote it out. It was, it was weird. Well, it's like Deadpool's teleporting belt. Hey, let's yeah. give him this. Oh, he's too OP with that. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, it's, it's there in one comic, and then it's never referenced again. Wow. Um, but Thor side, a, side note, because everyone asked me about Deadpool's teleporting belt, that is in like three issues of a comic. And disappears forever. Really? That, 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 but the, the body slide belt, like body slide. Body no, he, so you know because the game does it, and like he uses it quite a bit in various things. People and like and people know it because of the games. Mm-hmm. He has a teleporting belt. He acquired it in like one of the runs. It, it was recent too, like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. He acquired it, used it for three issues, it vanished. Wow. <laughs> Just ne- and he's never had a teleporting belt ever since. I then. mean, a teleporting Deadpool is pretty OP. <laughs> <laughs> they pretty right. much gave him a belt that gave him Nightcrawler's powers. Yeah, that's pretty insane. <laughs> I could definitely deal with that. Okay, so anyway, you were saying. Um, yeah, so anyway, so, so Thor had a belt basically doubled his strength. And then he has a god blast, which is where he just takes all the conceivable energy he can muster into himself and then just channels it through his hammer. He hit a celestial with it and shattered his own hammer. So there's, there's, a, there's a precedent for that. The problem is they didn't expand on it. So it was just Thor throwing his hammer. And you don't know if it's because, you know, he just put all the energy behind it. My idea is it was an unstoppable force meeting an immovable, ob- immovable object. And so right. there was so much, like his hammer, once it goes in a direction, will never stop. Right. Until it reaches its destination, hmm. and so which when is he threw funny. Him, side note: when he calls it a Doctor Strange, like, oh, dude, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Well, I'll be going," and yeah. you just hear things breaking Bam. from the entire house. Boom! <laughs> like, smashing. Sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was expecting a wall like blow out and a hammer come through. But, but yeah, um, you were saying anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's what it seemed like to me. Is like he threw the hammer, and the hammer was just going to keep going, and it was just the force of its own momentum that just shattered it against the hand of Hela. But they've. Because he never got it back. <laughs> yeah. So we've eradicated. So how do you, not knowing Thor, knowing that he's the hammer guy. Yes. Hammer bro. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd like to think that I'm like a little a bit more than that, but yes. Yes. What do, you, um, what do you think of that? I mean, it's good for him, right? He doesn't need the hammer to actually have powers, so that's good. He found the powers within him. But as far as the casual moviegoer cool. goes, I think like, it'd be like Captain America losing his shield. Yeah. Spider-Man not having webs. That's true. Like, this I mean, is yeah, Thor's... Hammer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Iron think Man he's... with no armor. <laughs> <laughs> That's think... Tony Stark. He still has powers, you know. Playboy, philanthropist. <laughs> yeah. I could see that Tony Feel Stark is just going to show up in the next movie and just have like, here, here you go. I just uh, I made, I just, another, I made one. another one for you. <laughs> I mean, that's what he did in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. Really? Didn't he do that with Captain America Shield too? Uh, he gave him like a, basically the exact same thing, but a hologram. I think. Yeah. I think Iron Man designed. What was it? Well, just in the can't... Ultimate Universe, Thor got a new hammer designed by the European version of the Super Soldier program. And then I think when that one got destroyed or depowered or whatever, he got one designed by Tony Stark. And then he got his... It's, it's weird. It's a weird history with that one. Um, I don't think he ever designed a shield for Captain. Did he design a shield for I think for it was in the Marvel? comics. He did. Did he? He in made a hard light construct. I'm not even joking. Wow. Hard light construct shield that was in a wristband. Was it? No, it was in the cartoon. Earth's okay. Mightiest Heroes. Yeah, that I remember. Yeah, but I don't and he made the, the, the hard leg okay. construct shield and he could throw it. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> he's like, pretty he's awesome. He's a Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Say the oath, Captain America. Say the oath. <laughs> Say the oath. You can have willpower. Actually, wouldn't he be a Blue Lantern? You can have hope. All will be well. I don't know, man. I would love to see like a Red Lantern Captain America. Yeah, that ain't ever gonna happen. Just, just spewing with rage. So, how do you feel as the casual goer? Like, how do you feel about the one of the most identifiable aspects of Thor, I, I could other see, than yeah. his hair, which they also cut off? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I was. Yeah, I didn't. Now, like just that. now, all we have is he's the one with muscles, right? <laughs> well, remember, they all have also, muscles. They all have muscles. <laughs> they all do have the strongest Avenger. <laughs> Denied. <laughs> that was hilarious. He said it twice too, which was yeah. strongest yeah. Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is what this does. I think is actually it allows the door to be open for his enchanted axe, Yarmbjorn. Oh, oh I always call it Yarmbjorn. Yeah, Jabberjorn. Jabberjorn. (laughs) I I always mess up the... Is that the one that's on Jane Foster's statue? Uh, Yes. Yes. Yay. Okay, so way back when Thor was younger, uh, before he got the hammer... Yes. He was facing off... I think it was before he got the hammer. uh, He was facing off against Apocalypse. Yeah, it was before he got the hammer. He was facing off against Apocalypse, and he had just the Jabberjorn axe to himself. But he couldn't defeat Apocalypse with it. So he ended up traveling back to, to Asgard, and there was a whole bunch, a whole subplot with 
Kang the Conqueror, doesn't matter. Anyway, he had the axe magically enchanted uh -huh. so it could damage celestial armor, which is some of the most powerful armor in existence. Right. And that's why the axe is so powerful. Even now, if you read like Thor right now, the axe is still enchanted. So that's why it's, God, man, that thing looks amazing. Right? She's got the axe in one hand and the hammer yes. in the other. <laughs> man, she came to play. <laughs> she's ready for war. Oh, yeah, my God. She's just, yeah. That's yeah. Natalie's Thor. Yeah, it's, it was my favorite uh, Marvel statue that they had in store, so yeah. I really wanted it. <laughs> it looks good. Yeah. It looks right? amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I think it makes room for his enchanted axis show, which honestly, I'd, I mean, I'd love to see him get his hammer back, but I'd also love to see him in a movie with a... Well, power. they've established he doesn't need a hammer at all. Yeah, yeah, but I mean... That the hammer doesn't mean anything. It's just a conduit, which he doesn't need anymore. I mean, technically As speaking... As proven when he turned into a Darth Lord of the Sith or a warlock in Destiny. Maybe, and he, yeah. And yeah. he was just like, oh! Just electrocuting everybody? <laughs> from, from afar on the bridge, it definitely looked like a warlock. <laughs> yeah. Just, just shooting lightning. I told you, he looked like a titan from Destiny 2. Yeah. You know, as, soon as, as soon as he started doing that, like towards the end of the movie, guys, there's a scene where he jumps down and he's imbued with his lightning. Yeah. And he's like annihilating the bridge of enemies. And I'm just thinking in my head... Like us playing Destiny, going, my super's up. Yeah, yeah, super dude. Somebody's charge. gonna make a get out of that. They're gonna be like, when yes. you get your super in Destiny, yes. <laughs> boom! <laughs> Start crushing people. Oh my god, you should be the first one to do it, Rob. Yeah, I don't you know should be, Rob. I don't know what that scene's out there. You Somebody should do it, will be, Rob. Yeah, I guess maybe. Do it now, Rob. You should do it right now. now. I can't someone, do it right someone now. in the comments is probably gonna the view, okay. the viewers. Oh, yeah. So you're gonna, fine with him you. missing the hammer now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, for me, I feel like I don't know. I don't like that it's missing. I mean, it's such a pivotal part of the character. It's an, it's an element of the character that has never been fully removed. I mean, to the point where who holds the hammer is Thor. That's the plot they've been going with. Yeah. I mean, the hammer is part and parcel to him. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's lost the hammer before, but he's always gotten it back. Well, see, he's always so. gotten it back. It's always been reassembled or something like that. Yeah. And maybe that's the direction they're going to go in. But yeah, in the world of the to. movies, I feel, like this is, I feel like this is the end of Iron Man. Iron Man had the arc yeah. reactor removed and you're like well that's technically the end of Iron Man mm -hmm. you know oh look he's got a suit again that doesn't make any sense anymore yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I get it to a degree because if you, if you notice what it also did is it amped his power up yeah he's more powerful now than he was before because instead of just you know hitting people with a hammer like now he's the god of thunder and lightning yeah. so he can channel all that I mean the hammer would amplify it and I can see the hammer being rebuilt because remember the trolls were the ones who made it and as far as we know they're still no, there no doors no, the... The dwarves made a hammer. The dwarves made it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. The dwarves were the ones who made it. And uh, as far as we know, that realm hasn't been destroyed. In the comics, it was totally obliterated. But yeah. in the movies, we haven't seen it. There's no reason to believe it's been destroyed yet. So with that in mind, I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, I think it sets the stage for Infinity War going yeah. into that. Yeah. With regards to all his power being amped do you up. Think that, well, do you think it's him amped up or do you think they've dummied down his power? I think he's. I think he's more... I think he's more amped up now because in addition to all of his super strength and speed and all that kind of stuff, now he can just channel like lightning. So he's kind He's of, a warlock in destiny. Yeah, he's, he's Raiden. <laughs> he's Raiden. <laughs> he did the poor screw. Yeah, Thor became Raiden. <laughs> yeah. There's so many gifts we can make out of this movie in the yeah. fight sequence. <laughs> just like somebody's gonna put him into like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I remember uh, um, Odin's um, no Odin actually yeah Odin said that um, uh, he asked Thor who he was like the god of thunder or the god of the hammer yeah, yeah. which and I that's... think is a, is a really cool thing to do mm -hmm. are you the god of thunder or are you the god of hammer because yeah. the hammer oh, it's, oh, I don't know it's almost like the movies are going away from the hammer being important but and I get that the movies and the comics are totally different the timelines are totally different I do get that but I just feel it very at least, best wording would be weird that the comics are so focused on the hammer right now. And the movies are literally like, it's done. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense, though, because Odin's son lost his hammer in the comics. He can't lift it anymore. Yeah. Jane Foster's the one that picks it up. So in that regard, like, they're closer in line with the comics. I, yeah, you know what? You're right. And he got yeah. a haircut. <laughs> yeah, and he got a haircut. The problem is, it would have it made more did, yeah. sense. <laughs> like, it would have made more sense if, the, like, if they had Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. And Beta Ray Bill took the hammer from him. Like that. Those of you guys who don't know, Beta Ray Bill was the first person to lift the hammer of Thor in the comics. So if he was the one that wanted to get it instead of you know Odin's son, that would have made more sense. I mean, it also makes sense that it got that it was destroyed. But the, the problem that I have with Hela destroying the hammer, as cool as it is, I think it was too extreme a display of force. I think that would have been more impressive if Thanos had done it during like Infinity War. Yeah. Like Thor goes to throw his hammer at Thanos. Just so you feel like it was used it. too early? Exactly. I think it was, I think breaking it was too early. But that also confirms the the theory that I have. That, like, uh, Thanos is going to shatter Captain America's shield in Infinity War. And that'll be, like, the penultimate, I'm unstoppable. Nobody can beat me because it'll just, it'll obliterate, you know what I mean? Eh, we'll see. Thanos destroys freedom in Infinity War. 
I have no idea. Uh, so, okay, moving on so we can keep moving the pace of this thing because we got to move through it a little bit quicker. Um, okay. So, yeah, so Hammer's been shattered. It's gone. Yes. Um, he, they're going through the Rainbow Bridge. Hella jumps in it. Soon, yeah. As soon as Loki was like, bring us back, I'm like, no, 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 Loki, don't do that. Yeah, that was actually pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. And they get thrown out of the bridge, which showed it to be almost like glass, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. And they land in a totally different story. <laughs> yeah, they leapt out of one comic and landed in another. <laughs> That's exactly what they did. They landed in uh, Planet Hulk. Yep. And then the that whole the, the whole opening is what happens to Hulk when he gets there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just funny to me because I was just watching it and I was like, oh, it's cool they're just on a different planet. But just seeing Ben's reaction when he when the, the new characters showed up and he was like, oh, they're on the Planet Hulk. I'm like, I don't I don't know who when these people are. When they said Sakaar, I was like, they're on Planet. <laughs> yes. So they get on there. He gets the obedience disc. And yes. The whole Planet Hulk happens. Yeah. Which. In all honesty, I kind of feel it was better this way because Thor could be more expressive and could do that movie better. That's true. The Hulk, the way they portrayed him in the comic, I mean the movie, couldn't be done that way. Yeah. So the Hulk in the, in the comic gets the disc and becomes smart. Oh. Oh. Right. Yeah. But you couldn't keep the Hulk the way they've done him in the movie that way. Mm-hmm. So I get, I get why they did this. Plus, they don't own the rights to the Hulk. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they can't pull that off. Yeah. I mean, just see, just seeing the Hulk as he was in the movie, just being able to to say more than just Hulk smash was yeah. like was a shock to me. The, well, I mean, so you found that to bit. be a shock, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because that's explained in the comic. Because he he was making some kind of conversation with Thor and everyone you else. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He was just Hulk's, you know he could Thor's communicate. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So. No, and that and that's how he is in the comic, and they explain it in the comic, and that, I didn't even think of that. They didn't explain that in the movie. That they gave him an intelligence chip. Oh, that's how he can do that. Really? Yeah, but they. I mean, they also. Well, there's no reason to believe they did that in the in the, in the movie. It was also the idea that in in the other movies he was also he was speaking pretty rationally, like in the first one, in the first Avengers movie, like when he smashes the hell out of Loki. Yeah. He's just like puny god. But he's not there off. very much. Yeah, I mean, he, well, he doesn't. He doesn't speak that way consistently. Did he say that? Yeah, yeah. God. Yeah, I mean, I he was. Remember. He was. I mean, he was pretty lucid. I mean, he was able to speak like a regular person. It wasn't just Savage Hulk one hundred percent of the time. It's just nobody wants to see the Hulk having a conversation, you know, like a normal person. They like they want to see him smash yeah, stuff, especially it. in the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Once all that's out of the way, then let's see him have a conversation. Yeah. But like when we first see like full on Incredible Hulk, we want to see him smash stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's exactly what they show in the movie too. Yeah. When he first shows up here, he just tears apart everything. Yeah. We're friends. Stop. Yeah, Stop man. it. You got to work that excitement out. And then you can go and <laughs> have, that, have that conversation. I did, I did like the Hulk as the baby Hulk. Like he, when he was in the, in the like kicking stuff. Oh, when he was throwing like, a tantrum? Throwing tantrums. He was pouting. <laughs> and he jumps on the bed. <laughs> you yeah. go. Dude, you leave. <laughs> I felt so bad for Hulk. I was like, oh, dude, Thor hurt Hulk's feelings, I, man. <laughs> yeah, every, every time he just, he'd just like throw a fit, you could hear Rob just laughing in the oh, theater. Dude, it was so good. Weird. I mean, I loved it. But that, that's, so the yeah. plot, that what happened to Thor in that is what happens to the Hulk. Yeah. In the planet Hulk, but the difference is in planet Hulk, they don't escape. Hulk kills the king and conquers the planet. Oh. Yeah, yeah. If you guys ever want to read, like, if you're curious about planet Hulk, take the character of Thor and replace him with Hulk, and then take the character of Hulk and replace him with Silver Surfer. And that's planet Hulk yeah. for the most part. You know, it is, it's, it's really cool. Like, it's, it's interesting. Um, that being said, like, I really feel like the time on Sakaar really, like, dude, it, it just highlighted, like, Thor and Hulk. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. it was so amazing. They're back and forth and everything. Yeah, I'm building was... a team. You, Valkyrie, me, and the Hulk. Hulk, stay. You and me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no Hulk. No, no, yeah, no not, not him. I mean, not, not Banner, like, because he wanted to be the, the Hulk as a part of the team and not Banner. Yeah. So he was like, not him. And then it was like, and then Thor was like, well, then you're not going to be a part of the team then. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's also, Simple that's also that. a plot that they didn't go much further into. So this is a part of the whole Hulk thing, where Hulk eventually just takes over. Mm-hmm. Right. Now in the comics, they kind of come to a, uh, an understanding about it. Like Banner agrees that he'll die on Sakaar, so he, need, he needs to leave the Hulk in charge. When did that happen? It's really early on. They just they kind of have like a little mental thing. They they just kind of go, okay, I probably can't be here, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, just because the environment's so harsh. Yeah, the yeah, environment's yeah. too he, harsh for Banner. Yeah, then he leaves the Hulk in charge. And th- and that's how that happens. Banner doesn't black out for two years. Before yeah. before I forget, you mentioned a mental mental chip that they put on on Hulk's uh, skin, right? Right in the comic. Yes. In the comic, well, you said that he might have it in the movie itself. Maybe not. I mean. And if yeah, he did, never... and they didn't go into it. If he did, did the Valkyrie did it or not? The chip. Yeah. The Valkyrie wasn't in the planet Sakaar either. Huh. No. No. There's, there's a character that is on there that Hulk falls in love with, which I, I was kind of thinking they were going to yeah. do with the Valkyrie at yeah. first. 
Oh yeah, you were yeah. No, I would have liked to have seen like Kyer of dude. How beast would that be if they had the old strong? That's what I mean. Like, dude, that would have been that would have been nuts. Yeah, yeah. So, but you were you were asking anyway about the chip? Yeah, I was I was just wondering because I mean she was in charge of of Thor's uh, chip throughout the whole movie, so she, I was wondering because they were Hulk and her were friends because you could see them interact with each other. Right. So I was wondering if she maybe put like a different chip on him so they could. No, I don't think he probably had a chip. No. Uh, actually, it's possible. Because there's that line where Banner's talking about how his brain is uh, has has more neurons firing than he can he can like process. Oh. Right, like his brain's just moving too fast for him to be able to. So maybe they did uh, do the intelligence chip and they just didn't tell him. They just kind of skimmed over it. Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe it's a deleted scene or so. What, what, if those guys who don't know, they've said that since they don't own the rights to the Hulk, the Hulk storyline is going to be in three movies, but he's going to cross over movies. Mm-hmm. So the, I, I have a feeling jumping a little farther into the story where Banner doesn't want to become the Hulk because he's, he's fearful that he's going to be trapped in the Hulk forever. Yeah. That that his whole thing is going to be revisited in the next two movies the Hulk shows up in. I could see them doing that. They could take the Doctor Doom plot. There was a plot that where uh, Jason Aaron was writing the Incredible Hulk, and uh, Banner went to Doom. Maybe no, maybe it was Hulk. That, one of them went to Doom and said like, "I want the other out of me." And so he basically just removed the Incredible Hulk from Banner. Oh, they were it, separate people. Yeah, yeah. It, it required like a clone body and that kind of thing in the process. But Banner and Hulk were two distinctly different people. And ba- Hulk wanted to be the hero, and Banner became a psychotic guy trying to kill the Hulk. Dr. Moreau, man, he was experimenting on animals. Yeah, it was he crazy. Was, like, an animal for it was one of my favorite Hulk storylines, too. Oh, yeah. It's just an island of Hulk animals. Is yeah. all it is. And <laughs> Hulk the Hulk shows monkey. up, and he's like, yeah. I thought your favorite was... Actually, it's not your favorite. I think it's the saddest. When Which? Hulk just loses everybody, you said. Oh, World War Hulk. Yeah, yes. no, World oh, War Hulk's yeah. a great storyline, too. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think one more Hulk's going to happen during Infinity War. Yeah, so basically really? what happens is Planet Hulk is he takes over the planet and everything goes. That's what's supposed to happen in the Sakaar thing. He pl- takes over the planet, he rules it, and then everyone he loves dies. Yeah. yeah but you- it's because of a rocket that crash landed onto the planet, so then he goes back to Earth to get revenge. Yeah. That's where that comes in. But they're obviously not going to be doing that. So anyway, uh, moving yes. forward, because we Sorry. are way over... We're not even near the end of the movie at the moment. Sorry. Yeah. Sakaar happens... What? Oh, I just said sorry. Oh, no. So as the car happens, I, I think it's some of the best moments. I love the back and forth, the buddy cop behavior, you know. Yeah. We're friends, but we're not. I loved Thor's little, you're my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I, and then then and becomes Banner. No, I, you're it. the favorite one. They always believe it. It's what breaks my heart. Yeah. yeah. It was funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and then, then we started the Banner plot where he became Banner for most of the movie at that point. Yeah. Which... It's cool. I want to see that explored, though, in the further movies, but that's what they said is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm really surprised. You know, it says at the very tail ending, Thor will return in Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. It didn't say Hulk will return. Man, that would be weird if Hulk was not in Infinity War. That's what I mean, yeah. I could see him in Infinity Gauntlet. But it but... didn't say the Hulk will return. Yeah. Did we even see him at the ending? Mm. Yeah, he was with, um, I mean, yeah, yeah, he was standing up there when, when Thor sat down at, like, the seat, okay. like, the main chair. Like, Hulk was off to the right or something like that. Off okay, to the left so he was still there. Yeah, I know he, he jumped there. up to the ship. Yeah. That was also one of the best moments when the, the giant Serta shows up at the ending. Oh, dude, that and was Hulk's, so cool. He's like, Hulk, no! And yeah. Hulk hits him and he lands, big monster! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that so was yeah, hilarious. For once, don't be a moron, but monster! <laughs> <laughs> monster! Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, I, I love that, like... Yeah. God, Hulk was so hilarious. Yeah, he was. The only problem is he was an uncontrollable beast that required Natasha to say the phrase. Oh my God, every time... Oh! Every I'm time she... Uh, I'm, I mean, if, if you no, want to no. go ahead. I was just saying, every time she shows up and like just seeing her, his reaction to seeing her just breaks my heart. Like, every time. Yeah. Every single time. But just going back to what she said, the Hulk's character was so different. Dude, because she um, need, he needed to be calmed down every time, and in this time he's a kid throwing tantrums. Dude, the gladiator, the gladiator scene where he's like, "Hey, big fella, the yeah. sun's getting low," and then yeah. he just grabs it. <laughs> yeah, I love Loki jumping up. Yeah, so yeah. the Thor comes over and he's like, "Hey, big fella," he does the Natasha thing, and he puts his hand out, and Hulk grabs it, and he starts slamming Thor, mm-hmm. and Loki jumps up. That's what it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> I was so happy about it. It's yes. true. That was that was amazing. Um, yeah, no, I mean it's it's. That's kind of the interesting thing, and I, I really do kind of hope they, they explain that a little bit more. I mean, the whole idea was that, that the Hulk was unpredictable to a degree, but it was almost like the Hulk would experience like a warrior's madness. Yeah. Of Thor, where he would just, he would get like, he'd be reasonable when he came, became the Hulk, and then he would just lose it halfway through the conflict. And I think that's what it was. It's like in the in, you know, Avengers Age of Ultron and you know, in the other Avengers film, that he would get so swept up in the moment of fighting that he just wouldn't be able to calm down to a reasonable rational state. Well, actually, you know, I mean, he was the Hulk for two years. Yeah. 
so, I mean, you would assume you'd gain more cognitive features and be able to talk better and yeah. have a better grasp on what's happening. Yeah. Because they established it was two straight years of the Hulk. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he had no idea what had happened. Yeah. That was kind of a weird thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it is kind of cool. I mean, I would love to see the Hulk in Infinity War. I hope he does come back. But I don't see why he wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, that would be weird for the Hulk not to show up in the big, big budget movie. Yeah. If he doesn't, they better have some huge plans for him. Yeah. <laughs> Something big. Yeah. No, I think I think they've shown the actor. What's his name? I think he's Mark been Ruffalo? on. The, yeah, I think he's Mark been on the Ruffalo, set for Infinity yeah. War. I, I don't know. I, I mean, the trailer's not dropped yet, and that's the other. I was hoping the trailer would come out. Yeah. I guess it'll come out with Star Wars. All right, I I will Probably. say the side note: the Black Panther trailer was in the front of it. Oh yeah. And Natalie was in awe. I was looking at her because I, I I have never seen it. I was just I just oh. I just wanted like for once I just wanted one superhero movie that I was not watching a trailer for, mm-hmm. and that was Black Panther. And mm-hmm. when I saw it, I was like, "Oh my yeah. god, that looks so good!" It really Eric did. Killmonger is going to be amazing. See, I'm always iffy on Black Panther because I feel Black Panther is a great character with a great story, and every writer, almost every writer, either does too much political stuff to the point where I'm not interested, or they ignore it all. Yeah, and he's just Black Panther hanging out with other people, and you're like, no, you have a, a rich character that's a king. You can find a nice balance in there and tell me a good story. Yeah, because like uh, Tagasi Coates, his Tano book Hossi Coates. Yeah, his whole series got run. It got canceled basically. At this no, point. Black Panther's still going. Well, he, he did spinoffs because it was so well. And oh, Black canceled. Panther and the crew. Yeah, yeah, that one didn't do too. But much. what I'm saying is like, like I feel like that's too political. But mm. but the previous Black Panthers had him just teaming up with the Avengers, and you're like. Yeah, he became Daredevil for a while. That's what I mean. Like, and yeah. that's cool, but we have what? Wakanda mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. Why isn't he over here doing this? Yeah, stuff? during the events of Shadowland, I think it was uh, either during or after uh, Black Panther came to New York, and he was uh, Daredevil. And does it mean yeah, like you have such Daredevil. a great character? Why does he do these things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wow. So that was a side note. Anyway, yes. so we're on Sakaar. Hulk acting a little out of character, but enjoyable. Definitely enjoyable. Yeah. Regardless yes. of it being in character, oh, out of character, yeah. it's enjoyable. And mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, the Hulk does change personalities quite a bit in the comics. Yeah. We've had everything from the dumbest Hulk to a guy called Doc Green, who's the smartest Hulk ever. Yeah. Actually, technically, and then we have Maestro, the villain Hulk. Yeah, but he's not on the same intelligence level as Doc Green. You don't think so? No. I mean, he's smart, but he's more like a warlord smart. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't, but I don't know. I don't think they ever really pushed like, the limits of his knowledge of science and technology. So, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, the Hulk's done that kind of thing before. I wish there was more explanation in the movie for people like you. Yeah. So you weren't like, well, what happened? Why was he like this? Yeah. But it is kind of cool because it leaves a little bit of teasing. Right. If you know they're going to explain it later on, it gives you a reason to see But, they, but the yeah. problem is they gave you no indication they're going to. So if you weren't like us following the news reports, that's true. you don't know they're going to be exploring a Hulk plot line. You're that's still going to go see it though regardless. Oh, I will. Yeah. But yeah. that's me. That's no, I mean like in job. general, people <laughs> are going to. If they enjoyed that specific movie, then they're just going to want to see the follow-up. Yeah. yeah. So anyway... um. We move on to the next portion. So they team up. They eventually break off. Uh, for the record, what's his name? The, the, the villain. Grandmaster? Grandmaster was awesome. Yes. He's a lot more interesting than he was in the comics. Oh, really? yeah. In well, the comics, so in the he's comics, born. he's an elder of the universe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he's just invincible. You can't take him out. He just reassembles. He's been what? blasted. Yeah. Yeah. He's he was been a- around since the dawn of time. There's like a series of them, and the Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy right now are actually talking to a bunch of them. There's like the Gardener, and there's the the Grandmaster. There's a Collector, the, the Collector, racer, or the Runner, um, and they're all immortal. They're just, I think that's they've it. Been I, no, there's the Champion of the Universe. Okay. Yeah. Because like the recent comic had um, the Collector and the Grandmaster fighting outright, yeah. and all they did was like tear each other apart and then reassemble and go, okay, mm-hmm. now what? What? So the, the, <laughs> yeah. the way the the way the elders work is they are the last surviving members of their own race. Uh huh. From however long, however many billions of years ago. Now, they did have a plot where they were, I can't remember what it was that they were trying to do. No, they were trying to uh, gain the power of Galactus, destroy the universe, and then be reborn into the next universe with the power of Galactus. And like they were defeated, and Mistress Death banished them from her realm. So that's why they're immortal. Uh, That's why they can never die yet. So. so knowing that he's immortal, I don't really feel too bad for him at the very end. No, oh, he, he loves because, playing games. That's his yeah, whole thing. Yeah, it, he's not going to die. That, that's what, that, yeah. that was his whole... And I wish, they, I wish there was... It literally could have just been a passing line. Yeah. He's an immortal elder of the universe. And yeah. his entire personality, I think, makes ten times more sense. Oh, dude, Jeff Goldblum, man. I love him. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it's one of the funniest things because uh, Charlie Demurgency Awesome had talked about Grandmaster. And he was like, so Grandmaster in like Thor is basically just Jeff Goldblum. Not acting like anybody but himself. <laughs> yeah, he is, yeah. <laughs> but I feel, I feel yeah. like the way he acted and his not zero care for anything. Mm. The yeah. guy gave zero 
Fs yeah. <laughs> about everything. Yeah. Right, right. And I feel like that makes more sense when you know he's an immortal guy who's been around forever. Well, he kind of says Nothing that. surprises says, him. He says, outside of Sakaar, I'm billions of years old. Yeah. He's like, but here, you know, whatever. And I guess it's just... I mean, he's still billions of years old. Yeah. So. But they don't, I mean, but it's not overt. It's not like, it's not at any point along the lines of the movie. He's like, I've been around for five billion years. Right. There's it's not like, like in that. Guardians when they met Ego. Yeah. And he was like, I've been around for so many years. And that, mm-hmm. I mean, and that, even that, I'm not even saying we needed much explanation. I just feel like a little more explanation to his, his overall behavior because he just yeah. is so nonchalant about everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, he's like the ultimate stoner. He just doesn't care. <laughs> Did Loki know about him at all? I'm, I assume Loki did at that point. Because he, he was feared trying to get on his good side. So yeah. I was assuming, well, is he either like trying to play mind games because he's trying to like get close to the bad guys or he knows what he is and he, wants just, he just wants him on his side? I don't know. He said I he mean, was going to remove him. Oh. Yeah, he said he wanted to take How him down. How is he going to do that when he's immortal? Well, he just said he and Thor... I mean, keep in mind, like, despite the fact that he's immortal, like, Grandmaster's not godly powerful. Yeah. Okay. Can't do yeah. anything. I mean, well, he, he, just can, he can fight and he can overcome... A lot of characters, but I mean, like Hulk get, would get deci- like he would decimate Grant. Right, right. So I mean, yeah. Okay. So so they escape off the planet. We discover Valkyrie, which I thought was a cool, different spin on Valkyrie. Yeah, she's a character in herself, isn't she? Yes. In the comics, with no real history like that. Uh, yes, that is her history. That is the history. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought because I've always known her just as Valkyrie. Well, it was weird. Originally, she was just a name the Enchantress gave herself in order to like trick all the top female superheroes into like destroying men or whatever it is. And then I, I can't remember what her ultimate goal was. It was something nonsensical. And then uh, what you ended up finding out is there actually are Valkyries, and Valkyor mm. is the leader of the Valkyries. And the idea of the Valkyries is all they do is just take those individuals who have died in the name of Asgard and honorable death and take them to Valhalla. That's all they are. They're fairy, fairy women, more or less. Right, right. And the idea was that um, it was an essence that a Valkyrie had apparently died and then it was given to a new person. And that Valkyrie is basically Brunhild is her name, or Brunhild, whatever you want to call her. But um, in any event, no, that, that is an actual... Now, we never learned her name. All we, do, all we know is that she's Valkyrie. My guess is when they show the flashback to the scene and the blonde chick jumped in the way and died, yeah. that was Brunhild. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking too because that one, I couldn't remember the whole plot, but that one looked familiar enough to me that I was like, that's mm-hmm. the one I'm used to seeing in the comics. Yeah, Brunhild is the blonde-haired chick. Yeah. So she's a female version of Thor more or less. Okay. Yeah. But not, not female Thor. That's a different Yeah, character. not Jane yeah, Foster Thor. Yeah, Jane Foster, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, okay, they get off the planet. They go back to fight. I mean, I feel like we can kind of go through the... We've, we've mentioned so many scenes in the ending yeah. already at this point. Yeah. Um, I feel it was a really epic finale kind of fight sequence. Mm-hmm. But I love the way that Thor had to overcome it. He couldn't just power through. Yeah. Which I think was really good. I mean, that's what we kind of come to expect in all superhero movies. Mm-hmm. They're just going to eventually get enough power and beat up the villain. Mm. Yeah. And I like the fact that that wasn't the thing. Yeah, we got to see them tearing apart everyone. Scourge got a nice, I think, redemption. Yeah, that was I, cool. I, I was, it was funny because they cool kept death. following him, and I was like, they're either gonna he's gonna vanish oh, and yeah. he'll be a sequel character, mm-hmm. or he's gonna redeem himself. I like the redemption of Scourge. That was my thought. My thought was he was just gonna be on the boat, and like on the the ship. The ship, yeah. And then you weren't gonna see him again until the next movie. Mm. Right. The only problem I had with his redemption is it didn't really mean much, because you didn't really see much development. Like, yeah. he was there, and you just, he was like, yeah, man, like, I'm guarding this since Heimdall, Heimdall's gone. And then it was like, I guess his allegiances were torn. But you didn't really know where his allegiance lied in the first place. I mean, you knew he fought alongside Thor, but, like, there's a lot of people in comics who fought alongside Thor and became enemies. So it doesn't, yeah. that, doesn't, that doesn't really mean much. So... I think I, I think he just he was just trying to be on whoever was the winning side at the, at the time yeah. to eventually just well, he was. help the at end. the very end. Yeah. 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 To eventually but just, that's, yeah. that's the problem is, is his, his return. I mean, they were going for the Darth Vader effect. But the problem is you had so much development with Vader that it mattered when he, when he went back to the life side. With Scourge, he just that's true. didn't have that much yeah. development. And Scourge isn't so. even like a cool character from the books or something. Yeah, Scourge the Executioner, he's, he's not interesting at all. Oh, no. he was the Executioner <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. comics? Yeah, he's Scourge the Executioner. Yeah. Oh. He's an actual character. Yeah. Well, everyone in there was, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, his redemption was okay. Um... Thor turned into, I mean, we've joked about it, but turned into a warlock or titan. For, he became a destiny character is what it really yeah, came yeah. down to. <laughs> exactly. He was multi-class. I was waiting for him to jump up and be like, lightning, boom! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for like the huge battle sequence to finish. And it was like, Destiny 2 in stores now. <laughs> in Thor's defense, his powers were there before Destiny came out, so... Yeah. You know. <laughs> wow, he's telling us. That's true. I mean, I'm, no, seriously, I mean... It yeah. is true. 
when you're looking at Bungie, you know, you're like, oh. he had summoned lightning, summon lightning in Avengers. That's true. So, but so I mean, we had that big sequence. I feel Valkyrie and Hulk got pushed to the sidelines at this point, though. They did. She had very little fighting to do, and the Hulk just kind of dropped down. Just Banner decided, I'm going to give the Hulk another shot. Mm-hmm. They fought the wolf. And then Hulk had the final joke, monster! But, but it monster. is cool because it was basically an introduction to the characters. Mm. Like, I mean, because, correct me if I'm wrong, you walked away from this movie knowing that Valkyrie was at one point a servant of Asgard yes. and then quit because everybody she knew got killed by Hulk. Yep, yep. That's, that's all you get. Mm-hmm. And she's like been a drunk trying to make her way through it ever since. That's, that's all you have. Yep. But that leaves room for the backstory to be developed in like the next however many movies that she appears in, which I want to see. I love the character of Valkyrie. And the actress, I think this is the last the Thor, though. Beautiful. I don't think this is a Thor 4. No, but I'm, I'm saying, like, in future movies where it involves oh, the okay. character. Yeah, I want to see that. Because I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's like Captain America and Iron Man, where like, they had three planned, mm-hmm. and now they're going to try other things. Well, that, uh, that kind of brings us to the ending of the movie, doesn't it? Well, yeah. So, yeah. so basically, the way the way the movie's resolved at this point, we discover Thor has the power inside of him, didn't need the hammer, but it's still not enough to beat Hell, and he discovers he needs to bring Ragnarok because yeah. she gets her powers from Asgard, so they're going to destroy Asgard to cut her off from her power, mm-hmm. and that's basically how the movie resolves. Yeah. Now, the actions of she's Sword not killed, by the way, though. She's just blasted with a sword, but for no, all we she's, know, she's dead. Oh yeah, you could see it. It was yeah. like yeah. Yeah, it was. He a, literally just put yeah, the sword a, through her. Yeah, but that doesn't mean she's dead. I mean. She well, okay. Technically speaking, that's <laughs> she's the goddess of death. She is the goddess of death. Technically speaking, Hela cannot be killed. Right. Um, well, none of the Asgardians can be killed, which brings us to the ending of the movie. So, the idea of Surtur wiping out Asgard is Norse mythology. In Norse mythology, Surtur waits until basically all the gods have died or been killed or whatever, and then just burns everything away and makes way for the new gods. To show up. So, <laughs> the new gods. Yeah, the, the new generation of gods, more or less, to show up. Mm. In the comics, J. Michael Zerzinski took over. So what happened was you had the, the story, Thor Ragnarok, and then everything in it. It was just the death of Thor, or the perceived death of Thor, so on and so forth. Anyway, Thor comes back in like 2007, after the Ragnarok story's finished, some three years later. And the whole idea was that all the Asgardians who had died were reborn in human form. Their essences were locked in human form. Mm. And so it was his goal to, one, recreate Asgard, which he did in Broxton, Oklahoma, and then, two, to go through and unlock the essences of all those different Asgardians. The first person he unlocks is Heimdall, because Heimdall can see everything. Right. So he can say, well, here's everybody you need to go find. And so you know, after unlocking Heimdall, he starts traveling around to everybody else. Loki's reborn as a chick. Which oh, is, that was... I always thought he did that on his own whim. No, he, uh, he took the body that was supposed to be meant for Sif. Uh, yeah, so it was, it was actually pretty funny. Yeah, he comes back as a chick. <laughs> well, now, he, I know we had female Loki looking. for a while, but then yeah. he just, on a whim, can be female Loki, old man Loki, young Loki. Uh, he, uh, that happened because he was, he was female Loki, and then I believe they forced him to switch. There's something happened where, anyway, Sif got her body back, and then Loki died during the events of Siege on Asgard... Uh, and then that led into him being reborn as a kid. So that's where Kid Loki comes from. Oh, uh, okay. So Jesus. Yeah, yeah the Loki storyline is complicated. So weird. It's a tumultuous history. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. So that br- that brings us to the ending, though. Yeah. Um, he's now the king. He's got an eye patch, which is which is a cool nod to future Thor. Yes, old, old King old, Thor. Old King Thor has a patch on. You're yeah. asking me if he loses his eye? Yes. He never loses it in the comics outright, mm-hmm. but we've seen him in the future, like 900 years in the future, and he has an eye patch. Of course. Yes. So he's okay. lost it there. It's amazing. Yeah. And I think Ultimate Thor lost it, didn't he? I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, if he did, then... No, I don't think he did because in Thor's, he had both eyes. Oh, okay. So unless they changed something between the time that he perceivably lost it and... Thor's from Secret Wars. I don't know. Okay. I never so, called Ultimate Thor. But that brings us to the conclusion where he's decided he's going to go back to Earth and he's going to bring Asgard back. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, wait. Before that. Okay. Uh, Rag- Ragnarok, right? Yeah. Okay, so what, what happens to him afterwards? Oh, Surtur. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. The big fiery guy. Yeah, big fiery guy. Yes. Yeah, he big goes fiery back to guy. his realm. Yeah, he just goes away. There's a whole realm of fire. But is he staying yeah. the same size or is he like downgrading well, maybe? He's at full power now, so I guess he shrinks back down. I don't know. He, he can, he's made out of fire, so he can kind of grow with fire, shrink with fire, the whole thing. Yeah, but I, I thought that the whole point of him being so big is because they used the immortal fire? The eternal flame, the, eter- the fire yes. that will never go out. Yes. Yeah, the eternal flame wasn't designed to do anything more than restore him to full power. 
Okay. When that happens, his job is to destroy Asgard. Okay. So he achieves his job, so he just goes back to his own realm. Right. Yeah, he's done working for the day. It's so. a prophecy kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and is, is the fire just gone? That's it? Or I mean, eventually, yeah, well, all of Asgard's obliterated, so it's, it's gone. I mean, his, his own realm is a realm made of fire. Yeah, so he's the, fine. The, the, when the movie first picked up and Thor was talking to him, yes. that was the realm of Surtur. That's okay. Muspelheim. Okay. So Surtur will just go back there once he's done. Okay. So. Yeah. Funny side note. Think about this for a minute. We, had, we went to Odin's vault. Yeah. The mask of Surtur... And the eternal flame, from the way that that was shot and cut together, looked like they were three items apart. What do you mean? The mask that makes Serta, from the way that the shot was, it looked like it was mask, tesseract cube, eternal flame. So if you put the flame and the mask together, you give Ragnarok. Whose idea was it to put those two items next to each other in the vault? Yeah. Hey, here's like the three most important things <laughs> that if somebody had all three, they could just destroy everything. <laughs> here they are. <laughs> right here. It, was, <laughs> it was hilarious to me that she just, the goddess, I, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't remember Hella? the names. Hella? Yes, Hella, thank you. Uh, she just walks past and then just knocks over the gauntlet and just like, yes. it's not important, whatever. No, no, no. So there's, this is, there's a reason they did that. Oh, really? So the gauntlet was originally in the first store as a fun Easter egg, just like mm-hmm. the shield for Captain America, without any full intention or planning to make it yeah. to Infinity War. Well, then it blew up and they started doing the stones, (laughs) which then led to a lot of questions of what happened to the stones in the gauntlet that was in the vault. Yeah. Like, did they get separated? Are they missing? And it was never revisited and it was just kind of assumed that that's just there and like no one, it was always a problem. Mm -hmm. They're looking for the stones, but they're all supposedly collected at Odin's vault. How does that work? Is the gauntlet. So I loved that she walked in and just knocked it over and said, oh, it's a, it's a fake. Yeah. Because that just, that's that's what she said. Yes. It's a fake. fake. And so right off the bat, you're like, that resolves that we're getting the stones mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much and what the actual if, infinity stones are out there and yeah. what about the, the the cube what happened to it I think Loki took it yeah oh yeah no. he, he was the last one to go in the actual mm-hmm. vault so I think Loki has it oh I imagine he does yeah I don't know why he wouldn't I mean the way he looked at it they yeah, implied I mean, it for some reason it's an infinity stone yeah. So is it just Rocky? It's the space stone oh okay mm-hmm. I thought he was gonna use it to wish like for Asgard to be back to normal or something because you said that it could pretty much you can do whatever you want yeah, yeah you can do whatever you want yeah yeah you can defy the laws of physics with the with the cosmic cube jesus yeah you could you could wish for two objects to occupy the same space at the same time i don't know you can do anything you want to with it but i think loki's gonna die i can see that he's mm-hmm. got the stone now they're gonna take the stone why i think i think what's gonna happen in infinity war Thor's going to rebuild uh, Asgard mm. in probably in Norway. There's yeah. no there's no reason to do it in Broxton, Oklahoma. Like well, they made a big stink about Norway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they kept focusing on Norway all the time. So I think he's going to rebuild it in Norway. I think Loki has a Tesseract. Thor doesn't know. And I don't think Thor's ever going to find out. I think that like Thanos and his guys will show up on Earth and it'll basically be siege on Asgard. It'll just be an all-out assault on Earth. And Asgard will be one of the places they assault. And I think Loki will sacrifice his life. To try to keep the, the cosmic cube away from Thanos, who will get it anyway. That'd be interesting. Wow. Yeah, I think that's what will happen. So that me. leads us to the post credit scene. The ship that rose up. Mm-hmm. What is it's the black what? I can't remember. It's... Uh, black Guard? Oh, no. You're talking about the people who were there? Yeah, no. The, the Black Order. Black Order. That yeah. was it. That ship is I thought, I thought Thanos' ship. talking about the ship. name of the ship. Yeah. 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 No, so no, no. Yeah, the Black Order is Thanos'. Because the next movie is Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Thanos is finally going to attack for all the stones. No, the next one is Black Panther. Then Infinity War. Uh, but I don't think Black Panther's going to tie in it. No, Black Panther's going to be... Because this one definitely leaned towards Infinity War stuff. I think Black Panther's going to be on its own. I don't believe that. I no? think Black Panther is where the Soul Stone is. And I think the Soul Stone will be how they say that the Black Panthers communicate with the, ban- uh, the Panther God Bast. Either that or based on the color scheme? Isn't the Soul Stone the yellow one? It changes. Well, if it is the yellow one, the enemy Black Panther suit has the yellow surgeon. Hmm. Maybe he taps into the power unnaturally, the and he's the true Black Panther. You know, so you have the true and then the unnatural. And so the, the weird thing about the Infinity Stones, all the Infinity Stones do what they're designed, like what they're assigned to. It's like the Reality Stone manipulates reality, Time Stone manipulates time. The Soul Stone is the only one that I'm aware of that has a world inside the stone. Huh. So like it houses the souls of people that the, soul, the stone's stolen. And so like you could literally go into Soul World inside the Soul Stone, which means... That depending on what happens, we could any number of things could happen based out of that. Characters could come out, new characters come out, could come out of it, get their bodies, you know, restored. It could be that like Eric Killmonger gets thrown in there. So there's yeah, it's entirely possible the Soul Stone's there, you know, mm-hmm. that, that he's one that hasn't. But nonetheless, it'd be interesting. Yeah. 
So Jeez. overall, now that we've gone through everything and we've kind of more analyzed a lot of the things, I'm still a huge fan of it. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of what they did to Hulk, but I'll take it. I'll yeah. accept it. I still like it. Why not? I just, thinking back on it, that was a lot of character changing for the Hulk, but I kind of liked comical Hulk better than, yeah. Oh! Yeah. Hmm. What about you? I mean, I, I went in this, into this movie just uh, with my knowledge of the previous movies. That's it. So for me, it was, it was a blast to yeah. watch. Yeah, yeah for and sure. Rob? Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was, right. it was like a buddy cop movie. It was yeah, crazy. and that's what I loved about it. Yeah. Okay, well, if you guys enjoyed this, let us know in the comments down below. Let us know what you think about Thor Ragnarok. If you want to chat with us on Twitter, you can find Natalie at Zonical Candy. You can find me at Comic Storian, and Rob doesn't matter. Wow. Comics Explained. Yeah. He's over at Comics Explained. I don't matter at all. If it, I can say that all I want, and the Rob Corps will tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, they will. <laughs> Rob does matter. He does matter. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you guys enjoyed this a lot longer than the normal episode of the RMBE. Mm -hmm. And we will see you next week right here at the Rob and Benny Experiment <laughs> with occasional guest star Natalie. You know, you know what this reminds me of? Just real quick. Did you ever watch the old 70s Batman show with Adam West? Nope. Oh, no, okay. Well, I've seen some episodes. So they had an intro, and the way they would do their intros, it'd be, na 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 Batman, right? They did the whole thing, and it would show Batman and Robin, Batman and Robin, Batman and Robin. And I remember when I was a kid, I'd watch that show with my dad. And you always knew if it was an episode that Batgirl was going to be in. Because they would get to the whole end, and at the end of the entire thing, it would then go, and Batgirl. Yeah. <laughs> Batman's plus one. <laughs> so if you remember that, let me know in the comments down below. Mm -hmm. But I remember, I mean, I was I was a kid, you know, yeah. and you had female Batman, and it was cool. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And I liked girls. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time right here. Peace.